Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Honeycomb Home. I am Brinsley Skye, and this episode is about the second agreement. So we've been kind of tackling the nitty-gritty and the basics first, and then I will get into more nature magic and understanding your surroundings and connecting with the earth. So today we are talking about the second agreement, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Good morning, everyone. So we are going to be talking about the second agreement today. I tried something different uh, with doing some research, and I think with the next agreement, I will be taking excerpts from the book and kind of going over them and maybe just deep diving a little bit. But before we get into our main topic, I did want to catch everybody up on what's kind of going on as far as developing the business, the products, the website, all that. So we, the web developer that I'm working with, I had a call with him this morning. I actually recorded this episode this morning and then when I went to go edit it right before and I'm like, hmm... I don't know, I need, to, I need to redo it. So that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> so what's going on with the business? Uh, we are in the midst of getting the website up and running. Content is good. Had a couple things going on with this, like the actual behind the scenes with the business registration and getting an account and all that. So that's on its way because I will be having a separate asset, I did need to make sure that I was protected and the business is protected and everything's separate. So that's kind of what's going on with that. Um, I did want to let everybody know that a lot of the products that are on my Etsy shop right now will not be made available when the website is launched and the Etsy shop will be taken down. So I do highly suggest that if you have seen something on my Etsy shop that you were interested in or anything like that, for right now it is up and running and it will be continue to run until the website is launched. Um, I can't give you an exact date. I will keep everyone updated on the Instagram page, which is at Herbal Honeybee. If um, you do not follow me already, I am going to try my hardest to get posts and more content up on my Instagram as well as keep everyone posted and get this website up and running so we're good to go. Exciting news is that I will be eventually starting a Patreon. I am pretty confident in saying that I will be good to go by the time that the website is up and running for Patreon. Um, so we'll have the three tier system, uh, and all that fun stuff. Things that I will be offering as far as services. Uh, I will be offering three card readings and our sessions, and that will be also available on the website. So I am chugging along, trying to keep everything flowing and steady and keep my head up and my spirits high. (laughs) I got a promotion at my day job, so even though that is a absolutely wonderful thing and I'm really, really excited, it also does take a lot of energy and a lot of time away from this, as well as away from my family. Um, So, 
I am going to try my hardest to keep up with everything and, you know, keep it going. I feel like I'm doing really, really well with the podcast. I know I think it wasn't last week. I think it was the week before. I had problems with uploading for some strange reason. Um, But I think we're all situated now and everything should be ready to go by the time I get this edited and up. So jumping right into it, we're going to be talking about the second agreement in the four agreements. So the first episode was visualization and grounding and the second episode was power of word. So when looking at the four agreements, I'm going to cover them all just because if anyone is starting out trying to figure out what's going on, how you get started, how everything goes, like what can I do, that sort of stuff. And so jumping right into the practical work and behind like and trying to figure out, hey, what herb to use for this, uh, you need to make sure that you are working on yourself. This is something that I personally think is a good way of going about things just because when we're working in our space, when we're building intentions, when we're doing spells, when we're doing rituals, when we're doing anything like that, that our mind is clear, that we're able to recognize our thoughts, that we are able to recognize our emotions, and we are keying in and really tuning into what our body is telling us along with what our mind is telling us in our heart and our all the feels, you know? Because when to be the 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 thing that can really help you be aware of all this are following the four agreements, are understanding them, or understanding how this is this is more of how your mind works when it comes to an emotional standpoint. And especially when you are working, you will find that these things are like really, really helpful for kind of unlocking those abilities that everyone has, but they may be just tucked away. So the first agreement, um, being aware of word, all of that fun stuff. Second agreement is don't take anything personally. So this is like probably one of my favorite agreements and I feel like it's very, very powerful just because learning to not take people or their opinions personally is one of those things that is is can be really really hard to do especially if you've grown up in a household where there was a lot of trauma you're carrying that trauma you're carrying that baggage with you and when you do and then say somebody makes a comment and it has nothing to do with you it can really really hurt you it can invoke a powerful emotion within you that can send you back to that traumatic experience. Learning that these people do not know your life, they don't know you, or they don't know that part of you or how it affects you, and that's why you can't take things personally. Um, so starting right from, I wrote, oh, I wrote some notes. Starting <laughs> right from the top, projection of their own reality. So when people are talking... When people are there, you know, there's talkers out there. They just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And they're just shooting out everything like rapid fire. They're, they're hitting you with their life experiences. They're hitting you with 
their family drama, they're hitting you with your relationship problems, like all this stuff. And if you are an empath, you'll notice that a lot of these people will automatically just gravitate towards you and look for your advice or your opinions or your take of the situation. And a lot of the times it's because empaths and people that are to like to oh, wow I don't know what that was people that are tuned in with themselves they know they they are very aware of themselves and they're very aware of others so when people are talking about their life or their relationships or anything like that anything that is coming out where you are a little to, a little hesitant on like you're not like that's something that you don't agree with Look at those thoughts and understand that whatever somebody is experiencing, the way they react, the way they talk, the way they they talk about or their communication, all of that stuff is their own reality. Everybody is living within their own heads. Every, Every single person. Every single person's reality is different. Every single person's perception of reality is different. They are... When you're growing up, you're adapting and you're learning your parents' views. You're learning whoever, whether your parents, your guardian, whoever. You're, you're taking on their views because they teach you values. They teach you morals. They teach you rules. All of those things are carried with you from the time you were born all the way up until you have the decision to make your own rules and your own morals and your own ethical code. So all of those things, everybody has, whether they know it or not, everybody knows or thinks like, hey, this is right and this is wrong. So when a person is being judgmental of either you or somebody else, that's that's not a reflection of the other person that they're judging. That's a reflection of themselves. And that is something that is really, really hard to notice and really, really hard to kind of observe if you don't know where your own emotions stand. So with the visualization and the grounding and being very, very aware and mindful of your body and of yourself, it's the same thing like in the episode with Power of Word. When you're being more aware of what you're speaking out into the world, being aware of those emotions because it all ties into each other. So when not taking things personally, you want to really make sure that you are aware of your own reactions, aware of your own emotions, naming those emotions, and understanding those emotions. Pretty sure I just repeated myself like four times, but that's okay. (laughs) That is okay. So when, when you become immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't carry unnecessary baggage. You won't carry the emotions of other people. If somebody's getting, like, so heated, I mean, absolutely heated, and, like, I'm going to use the customer. I work in customer service. I work in retail. So let's use this example of somebody can't find something that they that they came into the store and they really, really wanted it. Say they, like, you don't know. You don't know them. You have no idea. You don't know them. You don't know their life. You don't know their life story. You don't know why they need this product so badly or why they're getting so, so upset about it. But just realize, just realize that it's their own perception. You have no idea. What if they dreamed that their entire life revolved around this one item 
you know, like they, they finally, if it's a little kid, kids are one of those things where like, they don't know, they only know what they know. They only know what they've experienced. And I'm not saying you are your experiences, but a lot of times if you experience more in, in life, you have a tendency to kind of either be really, really easygoing because you've been through it or you take all those experiences personally as an attack and you kind of flip it, right? So say you had only, you grew up in a single parent home, right? Now, if somebody grows up in a single parent home and then you grow up, you go to college, you wind up graduating, you get the degree of your life, you get your career, everything like that. And that's the way you handled that situation, right? Say the person has an exact stamp of your life. Say you had a twin and then that twin <laughs> then literally has goes down a completely opposite road. They wound up going down the road of, oh, life is so hard. I will always struggle. I will always do this. And they wind up going through down in that path. They lived the same exact life as far as the single parent home, but their perception and their ideas of their life is completely different. They could have had the same grades in school. They could have had all of that, but their mindsets were completely different. And that's what wound up leading them into two different set, like two different directions. And that's, you know, there's obviously a lot of different factors that go into this, but when you think of it in a way of a person can have a traumatic experience and it be a traumatic experience, but their reaction to it and their emotions behind it can be completely different. And all of these emotions are valid. I want to state that right now. All of the emotions that are felt when experiencing these events are real and it's okay to experience them, but understanding them learning, growing your knowledge base of why you're reacting the way that you are and why it holds so much power over you is really, really going to be the thing that helps you overcome it. So when looking at other people and say somebody's giving you a hard time, don't take it personally because it, it hits you in a certain spot. Because they are making an assumption about you and about your life that they don't know about. But in return, if you react out of fear, or out of anger, sadness, anything like that, you then are making the assumption about them that they know your life. And that's not the case. So it kind of is one of those things where, you know, people are selfish and I'm selfish. Everybody is selfish because when you take somebody's opinion and you say that, you know, that wasn't right. Like that's, that's wrong. Like that hurts me. No, it's not hurting you. It's hurting a spot of you and, and you taking it personally is actually pretty much just saying, well, everything is about me. What they said is about me and it really isn't. It's about them. Everything that they're saying, everything that you're projecting out and you're saying into the world is about the person. It is not about you. It is not about how you act, how you are, how you look. It is about them. It's about their perceptions and their opinions and their rules that they have developed and kind of accumulated over the years. So 
when you accept their opinion of you or let it affect you, you're taking on their baggage. When you are taking their opinion and applying it to yourself as soon as you accept it, it's on you now. Then that's going to either carry with you for the entire day. It could carry with you for a week. It could be only a couple hours. It could be a couple minutes. But how long are you going to let it affect you? How long are you going to take that personally? How long are you going to kind of hold on to it? Because here's the thing. If you're taking thing per- taking things personally, you don't want to get into the habit of doing that because it's going your mind and is going to be latching on to every single opinion and every single thing thrown at you and applies it to yourself. And then it's, at one point, you're going to have a breaking point where you're going to start really, really believing that you are all these, all these things. If somebody is calling you dumb and there's no reason for it and you wind up taking it personally, the next person that calls you dumb, you're going to think to yourself, wow, I, I, you know, maybe I am dumb because, you know, this person said it before. And if you're still carrying that, that person said it before and like, now this person's saying it now, so it must be true. Like, you can't, if you're willing, if you're wanting to grow and you're wanting to really take the time to observe your emotions and grow from them and become the person that you are, because everyone has the ability and the power to overcome every single thing thrown at them. They have the ability whether to react or respond and when you are reacting to things constantly it's not good for anybody in this situation but it sure is not good for you it is definitely not good for you it is not good for you to react to situations instead of responding to them are you going to take things personally and let their baggage become your baggage or are you going to observe what they are saying to you, and then either respond or walk away. How are you going to respond to the situation? Are you going to let it go? Are you going to let it bother you? Are you going to get defensive? Are you like how are you going to how are you going to respond? When people get defensive, everything, every almost every single well every emotion that is, um, envy, jealousy, anger, sadness. All of those come out of fear. All of those are rooted in fear. And sometimes it's hard to see where that fear comes from. But most of the time it's because your own integrity is in jeopardy. If somebody is saying... I'm sorry, just a funny thing went through my head. If somebody is saying that... Oh, let me think... All right, so say that someone is criticizing your favorite band. I feel like this is, like, the easiest thing for me to think of. If somebody says that, let me just use the example of, oh, well, the Beatles suck. It's like, well, what if the Beatles, you grew up listening to every single album, it was your mom's favorite band, you know, it has such deep-rooted love in your heart for this band and somebody says that it sucks if you get defensive and you start saying like you're defending 
your own opinion. You're defending a lot of that. But the thing is, is that it's coming out of fear because your opinion and that your opinion is the complete opposite. Your opinion is that this is the best band that there ever was. And obviously there's a lot more deeper things that people can get defensive about. And I'm not saying that some of these things shouldn't be brought to the table, but there's a way of going about it. There's a way of responding to a situation and rather than reacting. There's a way of saying, you know what, this is not right and I do not believe in this and I do not wish this upon anybody and going about it in a way that is responding to the situation and being more mindful about how you are going about it and reacting. When thinking about all of this, let's talk about how we can go about friends and family. I feel like this is probably the hardest point and the hardest thing is, or, you know, even significant other. Because when you think about it, these people are the closest to you, you know? These people are the closest to you. And when you start to not take their opinions so seriously, you become more free. And what I mean by that is that when you have the criticism of somebody that is really close to you, taking on that criticism and just packing on the emotional baggage. You could walk by a stranger and a stranger's calling you all types of names and it just rolled off your back, but then you get home and say somebody says one thing wrong to you. If you let that affect you, then, you know, you need to really work. That's where your work needs to begin is with that sort of state, not necessarily dealing with everyday strangers and acquaintances so when it going about looking at your friends and your family and taking and and looking at their opinions whenever you discuss with somebody get into the habit of either saying I just want to vent and I just want to get this off my back and saying either or either hey I want your opinion on this or hey I want your advice with this or just saying I don't really want your advice or I don't I'm not looking for advice right now I I just want to vent and I just want to get this off my chest like I I just want to kind of talk about it like I don't really want the opinion or anything like that because when you get into the habit of doing that it takes the weight off of you But it also takes the weight off of the person that is talking too, because if say you're talking about a topic and you just want to, you just want to vent about your day, say something happened, you know, about your day and you know, you just want to talk about it or whatever. And it's something that they could wind up putting their opinion in or anything. Make it known, make it known if you know that their opinion is usually the same, make it known that you don't want their opinion or you're not looking for advice or you're not looking for anything like that. Or just choose not to have that conversation with them. When you are working, when you, when you are working, when you are talking, communicating with your friends and your family, it is extremely, extremely difficult when it comes to taking things personally, just because of how close in the connection and the history that you have with them. Now, also do realize that at this point in time, you're, I'm assuming that the majority of the people listening to this podcast are either 
are young adults or older. So when you've gotten this far without, (laughs) I don't know how to word this, you've gotten this far without, so I think what I'm trying to say is that with your friends and family, you have gotten this far in your life where you're still okay. You're still living, you're still breathing, you're still doing your thing, you're going, you're going about your day, you know, whether you're peak or you're at your low, it really doesn't matter. But when you communicate with your friends and your family, you have that history behind it where if you are communicating with your family, your family's known you since your entire life. They've, they've seen only what they see. And again, going back to the perception thing, see, like, say you had a family picnic, right? And you were hanging out with your cousins and you're, cu- and you're out of sight of all the parents. You're like, whatever. Say your cousin makes one remark like to you or something like that. When you go back to your parents or you go back to your family, they have no clue that that remark even happened. Or they don't, unless it's told to them. And usually at that point, you're, you're at a point in your life where you're young where you don't necessarily have that ability or would really want to talk to your family or your parents about the situations and the details that are going on in your life. There's lots where, like, you know, a lot of people don't even know that their children are being bullied. A lot of people don't even know what goes on at school. They go to school, they absorb all the opinions of other people, and then they come home and they're still dealing with all that heaviness from school. And when they get home, then, you know, you're also talking with your family who you really, really think that they know everything that you've experienced. But the thing is, is that they only see what they see. They only see the outside aspect of things. They don't know what's going on in your head. They don't know about all the all the personal stuff that you're dealing with unless you communicate that with them. If you are communicating very clearly with everybody or with whoever about your life or about a specific topic and then they choose not to listen to it in the right way or say they have their own thing and they only take a small perception of it Like, again, this is a very kind of finicky because it all depends on how much you're telling them. Are you telling them the emotion that you're feeling? Are you telling them the scenario? Are you telling them just what you see? You're, again, like, you're telling them what your perception is, but how clear are you being? So, when doing all that, like, you can only control you. You can't control anybody else's mindset. You can't control anybody else's perception of you. You can't control anybody else's perception of life in general. If they have developed these opinions about life, you can't change it, you know? Maybe something or an event will happen to them in which they will reevaluate their morals and their values, But in all honesty, until that happens, like, there's really nothing that you can do to force your own perception on someone. And 
that's again is being selfish because you're assuming that somebody else is seeing exactly what you see and that's not the case they're only living their own experiences and that's where opening the conversation up and being very very open because once you become immune to those opinions you can open up the floor and have open discussions with people with drastic 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 different opinions than you and have really really calm cool collective conversations with them and honestly I feel like that is important that's very very important obviously be as safe as possible and it has to be consensual like it can't just be like we're talking about this and you're gonna listen to me no like if you have that open conversation that kind of just has opens up then go for it like you're able to talk without grabbing anybody else's baggage or taking it onto you. So empaths <laughs> and people that are emotional, highly emotional, please, please be careful when communicating with others. Make sure that you are not taking on anybody else's baggage. Do not read into people's facial expressions, their their tone of voice, anything like that. Because all of these things are triggers and they can kind of invoke different emotions within you. And when you feel those emotions, it's more likely for you to have a burnout. Because if you hold on to them and you don't have that way or you don't, you're not aware of letting it go, then it can affect you in your daily life and it can burn you out really, really easily. Um, I think there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Yes. So when looking at other people's perceptions and you're kind of going through your head and labeling the emotions that you feel, really understand, you know, I had this discussion, I think two weeks ago, really understand that Empathy, having empathy for others, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to agree with them, okay? So, just because you don't necessarily understand where a person is coming from, doesn't mean that you have to understand where a person is coming from. If you feel sorry for someone, that's feeling empathy for them. If you feel sad for them, that is feeling empathy. Again, though, reevaluate why you're feeling those sadness and why you're feeling that way. Is it coming from a place of fear? Is it coming from a place where you are afraid for them or afraid for whatever, for yourself maybe? Um, it's just really a matter of looking at conversations, looking at people and their opinions and realizing that that's their perception. And if, as long as you notice and understand that it's their own reality, then you're golden. Then you're on your way to becoming immune to other people's opinions. And it is so freeing to know that. It is so freeing to know that. And I feel like right now, in this day and age, it's a little bit harder to... It's harder to really fully accept that because of social media 
because people are constantly judging others based on their physical appearance, based on their reaction to others, based on their opinions, and it's, you know, it, calling people names, and it's not... It's not worth it. It's not worth taking any of that personally. It's not worth taking any of that onto your own, uh, your own emotional plane or whatever you want to call it. It really isn't. It's, it's so much nicer to let things roll off your back and let it kind of be like, hmm, all right, cool. That's fine. If you want to believe that and you, and you want, you want to believe that, I am not stopping you because... I can't, you know, but just know that it can get very, very difficult. It can be difficult to let things go and that's okay. Everything is okay with the way that you are and the way and, and the point in which you are. If you are starting out and all of this is brand spanking new to you, of course, it's going to be difficult to pick it up and pick it up right away. You may have had like a glimpse of something and was like, hey, listen, I want to kind of look more into this. And here you are, you know, so take it day by day. See if you can, um, I'm trying to think like exercise wise for things like this is really just taking if you do wind up hearing, if you do wind up getting called something or called a name or, you know, you're put in a situation where someone's being extremely frustrated or defensive or anything, showing those that those fear emotions. When anybody is ever showing those to you, just really stop, evaluate yourself, do your deep breathing, do your grounding, and then sit there and think before you say anything, before you react. Notice your body. Be aware of your body. Get calm within your body first and then respond to the situation. Don't let your body run away with you because your body is going to like immediately a lot of the times. I don't know. This happens for me. It's like that adrenaline rush. You know, if somebody calls me a name, my adrenaline spikes and my little lizard tongue like, is about to spit, I swear, <laughs> but, you know, it's about taking that time to kind of breathe, take that, you know, even one deep, one deep breath is wonder, does wonders, it does wonders, taking one deep breath, reevaluating everything that's going on in your body and noticing, hey, hmm, you know what, my adrenaline's a little high right now, so I'm going to take this deep breath, and I'm going to calm my body down first, and then I'm going to respond, you know, because you don't, having that space in there is completely okay. Nobody is not, nobody is expecting you or is even noticing or uh, like anything like that. If they are, whatever. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> but take your time. Take your time with all of this. When you have any emotions, any fear emotions that are coming up, really do do your deep breathing, do your visual mantras, do your, all of that, do your visualizations and go through the list. If you practice these things every day, they get easier and easier with each day and it becomes second nature until at one point 
everything's just rolling off your back and you're living your best of your life and you're like, man, I'm powerful and I can do whatever I want. I'm not necessarily whatever you want, but I am so powerful and I'm, I'm living my best life. I'm on the right track. I'm doing what I need to do. And when you feel those things, it's amazing. It is absolutely liberating. It is amazing. So that is it for today and we talked about the second agreement so next week we'll be talking and continuing with the third agreement and then of course the following week will be the last of the four agreements and then from there we are going to get into talking about nature magic and connecting with the earth you know maybe throwing in some deities here and there doing some education history lessons you know the fun stuff so (laughs) I wanted to get all of this stuff out first because it is very very important if you are going to continue down any spiritual path I feel like it's very very good to know this book this book is amazing if you have not read it you need to go listen. The audiobook is available on YouTube and and it is on Amazon. I think I got mine used for like $3. I'm telling you, it is worth it. You need to read it. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your days. I know I got this episode out a little bit late, but I had to redo it. So <laughs> we will talk again next week and enjoy your day. Bye-bye.